don't see it. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast. What's a girl in need of love to hate to hate here? And Mr. E. It is Shelly Tuesday, you guys. Welcome back. You can also go over to Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker, all those amazing podcasts, and you can subscribe, and you can also email us on the She Said, He Said, They Said 2018 at gmail.com. That She Said... He said, they said, at 2018 at gmail.com, and you can send us all your opinions, what you want to hear, what you like, what you don't like, all that amazing stuff on the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you guys. How's it going, Mr. E? It's going well. It's going well. Yeah, you got phones, ringers, and stuff. It sounds like you're going very busy over there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, trying to, trying to, trying to, you know, trying to, trying to make some money. That's all. Just trying to make I some money. You. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's all we trying to over do. Here. Oh, come on. Come on now. Yeah. Can't be struggling over there. Yeah. Mighty Baton Rouge with capital of, capital of Louisiana. Got all those well-paying jobs and opportunities. The capital broke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, yes, tell the indeed. truth and shame the devil. Yeah, that's what they say, huh? Yeah. So how's that's your brother before we get into brother? He's, he's doing he's doing okay. I mean he could be doing a lot, lot better and could be doing a lot, lot worse, but he's maintaining right now. Okay. Well we'll take that. Yes, we'll take we'll that. We'll take that. Well, I've been praying for him and well, I'm thinking about him, so yeah. And how is life treating you and Baton Rouge, you and your family? How's everybody? Everybody's good. Everybody, good. yeah. Everybody's doing okay. Um, you know, I'm just still on this ro- roller coaster of looking for employment and trying to figure out what I'm gonna do for us. Um, like I told you before, looking for work is is. <laughs> You need to get paid to look for work sometimes. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a it's lot. A, yeah, it's, it's a job in It's more mental than anything, and then that mental can tend to turn into physical because sometimes it'll take a toll on you, and it's a lot, especially when you're accustomed to working and you're accustomed right. to routine, and then you're, you're going out, you're – almost make you feel like you're begging for a job. <laughs> <laughs> you will. <laughs> and, and when you, and you, I mean, literally. And then when, you know, you get passed up, you never want to feel like you're being passed up for someone that's not. Mm. Yeah, because you look at you, you and, and, I, and I, I do that. I used to do that a lot. I'm like, wait, my credentials is this, this, and this. Right. You find somebody better than this, this, and this. Right. For this position. Right. And so that's how that's, and I gotta try to take. I'm better at that, but I was bad at one time, and sometimes I, I noticed. Yesterday, when um did an interview with the lady, I kind of found myself doing the same thing. Um, but what I think, and tell me if this is weird to you. Um, the way everything went down, 
it bothered me in the beginning and then I was okay. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and every time when I talk to someone or I do an interview and I talk about it, I was in a good space after I had the conversation. But when you keep talking about everything or not really talking about that, when you keep, when people keep saying, Oh my God, you've been in a job for 11 plus years, like 12 years, you've done this, you've done that. It kind of make you like, yeah, I did all of that. And yeah, this, that's how they did me in the end. It, kind of give you a, a negative taste and then you start thinking is this really what I want to do do I really want to do nursing do I really want to stay in the medical field and so you start second guessing your your future you know like what you really want to do and at this point in my life it's too late to be trying to second guess what you really want to do in your life you know what <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm saying you should be settled in or pretty much getting settled in into what you want to do now rather you go into a different job or not you still supposed to be settling in, in the type of career path that you want to go in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think because I'm in school and all the things that I went through at that particular company and all the different transitions that I had to constantly go through is like now all I'm thinking, all I keep feeling is how much I feel like I had to compromise myself, how much I had to do, how much I had to take, how much I had to endure to stay somewhere where I I loved what I do and I enjoyed the patient and I enjoyed working with some of the people that I worked with. So I kept enduring and kept enduring and kept enduring because of, you know, HIM and, and you know, office managers weren't fit for me. I wasn't a fit for them. I'm going to say that. And right. so now I feel like because I'm not trying to really work full time, I'm really just trying to work part time just so I can keep my mind going and, and just stay active or whatever. I'm just thinking now I should just try to do something else outside of the medical field. You know what I'm saying? So that I can find myself back to everything else that I appreciated about working in the medical field and not constantly be consumed with the negative that I went through in, in the medical field. You, you understand what I mean? Yeah, I understand. But I you understand. think that's weird, huh? Well, <laughs> not necessarily weird. I just, I mean, my thing is, is that it's like, like for instance, say for instance, like you was with this company for a length, a long time. I know you're a sports fanatic. Um, like some of these NFL players it used to be. They used to be on a team for so many years and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, we don't need you no more. You gone. Right. You know? And it's like, you know, like you wouldn't appreciate it. Right. That, and that's how I feel. But that's but see, but that's not the game. The game and as in your field, the medical field, it has nothing to do with it. It's the people right. that, and so it's not so much. I know, and, and that's what, and not to cut you off, but that's what I mean. It's like the relationship that I had with some of the patients, it reminded me that I was doing something good. It, you know, and I felt good knowing that even if it was just the ear, even if it was just, you know, listening to them rant and complain, they appreciated that. They appreciated what I gave them. You know what I mean? So I didn't feel bad about doing that for those people. 
you know what I mean? But I can't wrap my mind around those things. Like, I can't look at the small things. Patients, you know, telling me thank you just for finding out what their next appointment is. Person, well, Nita, you know, that, hugging me just that, for giving them coffee. Like, I can't wrap my mind around but those isn't that, things. isn't that the job right there? What you just said, the patients, ain't that to the job and not the people that supervisors and so point. forth? I can't, I, my mind isn't allowing me to just look at that. Like, whenever I'm talking to someone and as soon as they mention, well, you've been at this place for 12 plus years, I go back to. So you concentrate on the on the people instead of the right. job. Right. Because the job, from what I think I've heard from you before, is that you enjoyed the job. It yeah. wasn't the job. It was the people. And that's my point. I feel like because of all the damage that was done throughout the years that I just swept under the rug. And that's how I feel about it. Um, I feel like a lot of things that happened, nobody ever dealt with them. From HIM, from supervisors, HIM, none of them ever dealt with them. Everybody that, made excuses for what was being done to me. And I allowed it because I never, I didn't push the issue on them. So I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I kept praying and, and just re-encouraging myself and re-encouraging myself and re-encouraging myself. And then when that happened, it's like, I'm not, I'm not mad or disappointed that they let me go. I was more hurt at how they did it. And then when they did it, it was like I wasn't nothing. And then, yeah, I got a warm and fuzzy feeling hearing and knowing that they were struggling to fill the position. You know, yeah, but I you did. Got, you, you, at some point, at some point, you got you got to refocus back on the job. And and, I, and, I, and, but and, that's and, the thing. I, I never felt this way towards it. You know what I mean? Like when I was putting in applications, I didn't think about you know, what if I end up with another supervisor? And I don't believe that all supervisors are the same way. I don't but, believe that. But when they, but when I they didn't do, think about it until I, they, you know, the more I talk to people, you know, interview That's what I'm me. saying. So that's the point you got to, I guess. But it, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, should I take a back seat from the medical field until I finish my RN? And then go back into it. Like, should I take a break and remind myself of why I even wanted to be a nurse? Okay, so why so, I even went to school? What is it that I get from it? What is it that I enjoy? How can I concentrate just on what I'm giving and the reason for what I do rather than who HIM is and who my supervisor is? Because no matter what situation I'm in, if I'm hired and I take the job, and I find out that you're an asshole, I'm going to do my job. If it's going to mess up my corn, yeah. I'm going to do my job. You're right. That's, but that's Anita, point blank in the period. But, but the I'm, thing feeling is, like, I'm feeling like I'm just not. But here's the thing. If you do, say, for instance, go into some other, you know, career field, you know, mm -hmm. till you finish your witch scholar, mm -hmm. the, the, the thing is, that who's to say, that you're not going to run into the same type of supervisor, then you'll That's be doing something. Then you'll be doing something you don't really like. You're just doing something because you're trying to regroup yourself back to the medical field. So you, so that right there to me would be a, a really mucked up situation. Then, 
because you, 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 you having to accept, I mean, these people that you, you know, supervise like your previous job, but you love your job, you over here doing whatever you want to do that you don't love, but I'm doing it just to get my, try to get myself back together for his, for his medical. And these people here are buttholes. Yeah. I think you should do what you love. And well, ultimately, I will ultimately like it's not a doubt that I want to be a nurse. Point blank in a period, I do. But there's something that I'm missing, or something that is gripping or trying to grip. You letting the it's people consuming me, and I don't know people. why because it's the people that you have had to deal with. But that's the thing. I don't deal with them now. I don't talk to them now. I haven't, like, I pretty much closed myself out from the people that I was still communicating with from that job site. I don't even even talk to them. They text me, and I I don't even, I haven't even talked to them. So I don't think it's them. Yeah, but here's the thing, Miss Anita. People, even like relationships and whatever, it's like this. It's like you're on a cruise ship, and this cruise ship is going one way, but this cruise ship now got to turn. You ever been on a cruise ship and the crew and the cruise ship turn? Do it turns real fast or do it turn slow? Probably it, it turns real slow because I've been on one. And and you still having to deal with these people. You say, no, you ain't worried about you cut them off. Yeah, but you these people been in your life eight, nine, some of them 12 years. So you're kind of still dealing with that situation, even though you're not dealing with the actual people. And so this takes this takes time to get over putting those people in their little box, so that you can deal with and un, and, and 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 appreciate the career path that you're shown. But that's just my thought. Don't mind your little beans. I don't know. But I think I think you put you what you're you're focusing on more is the people and how the people treated you and and, and, and that's is that's what's what's driving you to think the way that you're thinking and you and hopefully one day you'll get past the people because the people are like that in in a lot of other fields that you know people work in. Oh, well, no doubt. I mean, that's not a question. I mean, and I think part of that is the reason why I stayed where I stayed at for so long, too. All right, you guys, that is anchor.fm slash start. It's amazing podcast. I mean, it has some glitches here and there, but I'm telling you, it's free. And there's so many diverse people on this podcast. Myself and Mr. E, we're enjoying it. We, I mean, we're not perfect like some people on here, but we love it. We enjoy it. So keep supporting. Let's continue, Mr. E. Carry on. It's like you go somewhere else and it's worse somewhere else exactly. than where you at. Right. But my thing is, I don't, I don't want to be prejudged. And I feel and, like... And you shouldn't prejudge the situation. I feel like the, right the now, if I get hired somewhere else, I'm going to prejudge them. And I right, you do shouldn't that. do that. Duh, but I don't want to. I just don't understand why. 
I feel the way I feel because I don't hate anybody. And truth be told, I'm not even mad with anybody. I'm not even mad with the person that fired me. I actually feel sorry for him. I well, really see, do. Well, see, and you I don't, don't need, I don't, to, you don't need to feel sorry for I him. I don't have any re- Oh, yeah, I feel sorry for him because yes. they have somebody like that. That's, that's a part of patients. That's a representation you, of cancer what, patients. But and see, that's a part of holding on to the situation. So, no, I don't think so. It won't let no. you get past it. No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> probably, you're probably right. You're probably right. Mm. I'll figure it out. I, I'm just, I'm, I just think a part of me, by me being on this break, I just think I might need to take like, don't look for jobs, particularly in the medical field right now. <laughs> okay. That's just how I feel. Um, uh, but, I, I, I don't want to hear on this podcast when you pick a, I don't know what, what else you like to do. Uh, I know you like to be on the computer or something in the office. I mean, or, or I could something. do receptionist. And, and, I could do and, clerical and, work. I could uh, do security work. Right. I could and, do and so home, I, I could do a variety I don't want to hear on these podcasts the same thing I'm hearing from, you know, the same, it ain't changing. No. See, that's my thing is you, you're going to get in something. But see, people and, have to understand, when you listen to the stuff on my podcast, that is 12 years of built up different transitions, <laughs> up and down roller coaster. I understand. I'm, I'm, working, I'm working five years with this doctor, and then I'm working, no, originally I worked two months with this doctor, okay. then I worked six months with these I, two nurse practitioners, then I, I worked five that. years with this doctor. So that's a that's I, years of different that. changes that a company went through, and every change that that company went through, it affected what? From well, every person that got hired to every person that got fired, every nurse practitioner, every doctor that came into that company. And you and you carrying that with me. you? And you so carrying I, that with you now, Miss But Ms. how Ms. am I carrying it with me? That's that's. I, I hear you saying that. Be, because and you, you said, may be telling the truth. You may be right. How am I carrying it to the point where I don't understand that I'm carrying that when well, I don't give two fucks yeah, but, about them? So I'm just but, trying to figure out how am I carrying it? Because it, 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 you carrying it in the sense that you want to even you want to get out this field and do something else. That's a, no, that's just how it's temporary, not 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 permanently. I don't <laughs> well, want to permanently saying, do it. I just want to do it so that I can I, just concentrate on I, my nursing, and I just want to do it. I just want to do something else part time. No, that's all. If I work in the medical field, especially at the clinics that I've been putting applications in, they're not going to want me to work part time. And their part time okay. consists of weekends, and my weekends does not <laughs> fit right with my daughter. I know. That's just, that's just not I gonna understand happen. that. You know, my so, weekends are my weekends. I don't want to give them. But nobody. if I didn't have her and that was my only means of money, I would do it. Yeah, I would definitely I, do it. But I have to. I have responsibilities, and she's my top responsibility. So all of that plays a part in me possibly even considering working weekends. Right. You know what I mean? But if I'm gonna stay in the in the in the medical field now while I get 
through with with my nursing, my only options would be weekends, and that would be too much on my family. And so, so cler- I wouldn't so be able clerical to. So clerical be the thing to go then, because it's mostly Monday through Friday, right? I guess most clerical. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you had a. <laughs> I haven't done that in I haven't done that in years. I mean, it never gets old because I mean, even working where I was working at, I mean, I did receptionist and clerical work. You right. know, it wasn't just it wasn't just nursing. It wasn't just medical assistant. It wasn't just phlebotomist. It was a it was a lot of shit. You're faxing. You're scanning. You're getting invoices. You're signing off on shit. It was a lot. You calling insurance, getting pre-search. You filing. Yeah, it was a lot. So it was more than just nursing. And then I worked at the um, I did receptionist for a company for a few years. So, you know, I okay. Well, cool, great, fantastic. Oh my God, you so you such a ooh. I know sometimes she hits you in your face, don't she? She just slaps the shit out you, don't she? Hey, I learned long time ago when my mom used to back slap me when I was standing close and say something. Not to get close to women's when you're talking mm-hmm. to them and, and they don't yeah. like something. <laughs> so, so I don't yeah. stand close to get <laughs> to get hit no more. Anyway, let's get into this podcast. Enough small talk about me and my old Jesh. Yes. Where are we going first with this? What do you want to talk about first? I'm gonna let well, you talk first. What do you want to talk about? Well, um, the midterms election mm-hmm. uh well, I'm, I'm it's just over huh i said it's Mr. over Lee. with yeah it yeah. is over with <laughs> it ain't quite over with then a uh, 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 senator um in arizona just they just finished counting the votes and a democratic one that uh that flex seat over there in arizona oh really yeah i didn't know that oh yeah uh-huh sure wow. did wow she did she won it after all, after a weekend with almost a week, she won it. But and, aren't uh, they doing a recount in Florida? And um, yes, they're doing a recount in Florida and uh, of the governor race and the senator race. And I think they're still doing the recount in uh, Georgia. I don't think uh, Abram conceded. But here's the thing: the guy in, in for I don't understand how the the uh, the, the the black guy in Florida. He I mean he's behind like. I don't know, 30,000 votes, and he and he conceded the same night? I'm like, no, man, who does that? Man, you got to recount them things. I, I, you know, there may be a county over there that I make him win. But he, you know, then the next day he wants to renege on, you know, conceding. And then, right. Because in Florida they have a state law that if it's less than point, point, uh, less than a point uh, difference in the vote, then they automatically do a, a, a machine count. Okay. And if, and if it's less than, uh, if it's less than like 0.25 or, or a fourth of a point, they do mm-hmm. a hand count. So for the governor race, they're doing a machine, but for the senator race, they got to do a hand count because it was like 0.27 or 0.2 something like that. So, mm-hmm. hey, so, and Trump was, Trump just saying, Oh, they need to stop this. They need to. It's it. They're trying to rig it. They're trying to rig it. <laughs> and the governor, oh. the um, the black guy from Florida that's running for governor, he uh, he he tweeted uh, three words to Trump. 
What he said. He said, are you nervous? Because he the one filed the lawsuit, right? No, he didn't have to file one. No, he didn't have to file one because in Florida, they automatically, they automatically did. Now, I think in some other places, they they, they filed some lawsuits, but they didn't have to do it in Florida because if it, like I was just saying. But they said he filed something because he wanted to know how their ballots was being tallied or something. I think he filed a federal lawsuit. I don't, okay, because I don't, I don't, didn't think that he had to because of the fact that. I don't think he had to, but I think he did because I think he was saying, uh, they were saying something about, um, he was, he wanted more information on how they were, how they did their ballots, how their ballot was, was tallied. He said, um, then they filed a federal lawsuit trying to postpone the Saturday deadline to submit unofficial election results. So I don't know if that's why he did it, because they had to turn it in a certain amount of time or everything had to be tallied out a certain amount of time. And so he did that to give them more time. I don't know. Um, so I, I, I have no idea. But I know they didn't give, they didn't want to give them information. And I know that the judge ordered them to give, to release the voter information that the governor was looking for. So I don't know how that played out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he, they said some of the ballots was in was ineligible. So I think they were trying to see why some of those ballots, what made them ineligible, like you know why are these the ones that's ineligible? Um. So. Yeah, because he will only, see. Yeah, he's only winning winning by thirty three thousand votes. I mean, it was like forty nine point six percent is what the um the census got and 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 Gillian got uh forty nine point two. So right. I just don't understand like why are people trying to keep people from exercising their right to vote and have their own voice and speak up of who they would like to have representing them. Like, why are you making, not really making, but lying about who actually support what you stand on and who don't? You know what I mean? Like, right. it just, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Because they want to control things. That's why. That's actually why. So, but, and like I said, and that's what's, that's what's going on. Even in, in, in my state of Mississippi, uh, we had the great Senator. She, (laughs) uh, I don't even know how she got in there because when I looked at the thing, she was so far behind. And then I woke up the next morning, she's in a runoff. I'm like, where did she come from? Where did these votes come from? Uh, but, uh, in Mississippi, this Senator, uh, she was appointed. Well, not appointed. Yeah. Well, I guess appointed because she took it over for another Senator who was retiring. So, you know, the governor put her in that seat, but, uh, she, uh, was, her name is, uh, Cindy Hyde Smith, Republican. Uh, she she had her arms around a cattle ranch, ranchers, you say, 
and she drew laughter and applause at a recent campaign event when she gushed about how highly she thought of the of the rancher. She said, if he invited me to a public hanging, I would be on the front row. Now, she didn't mm. just thought it was just going to be just that. But, uh, so. I don't understand because it's just a lot of stuff back and forth because even here in Louisiana, Governor Edwards accused the Secretary of State of playing political football. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Ardron, which he played the middleman in a lot of stuff, he had an issue with the former Louisiana mayor with them having a felony conviction if they should be able to vote in the state's most recent election. He sent a letter to the governor asking him to investigate rather the former New Rose mayor Robert Merrill, who pleaded no contest in January to charges of malfeasance in office, if he should have been able to vote while he was also currently serving his one-year felony probation. Uh-huh. Um, he said, um, the governor said, while your letter suggests you conduct an initial investigation, it is clear that either you did not review Mr. Myers conviction or you are not aware of the voting laws in our state. That's what the governor said. While neither of those is acceptable from the state's chief election officer, please allow this to correct the record where you suggest that Mr. Myers illegally cast his ballot. The governor said that the law prohibited people under an order of imprisonment from voting. Refer mm-hmm. to those who are actually confined to jail or prison. Myers was not sentenced to jail time. Um, he said, if your initial investigation had concluded a review of Mr. Myers' conviction, you would have known that he was sentenced under LACCRP or 893. I don't know what the numbers were. And successfully completed the condition of his probation in July of 2018. And hopefully you would not have carelessly released Mr. Myers' name as an individual who illegally cast his ballot. That's what the governor wrote in his letter to Ardron. I was like, what? Governor? What you say? <laughs> you know, but he's a Republican. Ardon's a Republican. You know, he's in his interim secretary of state. He's currently facing uh-huh. a runoff election for the seat against Gwen Collins. Green up as a Democrat. I voted for her. Yes. Yes. I'm going to vote again when they do the runoff. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But Governor Edwards did not endorse neither one of them, so pull on you anyway. Um, but as the chief election officer of the state, that you would toss around something that scares as an individual right to vote, like a political football in your ongoing campaign for office, is extremely troubling, is what Governor Edwards wrote. Ardon did not immediately respond because he was embarrassed. But you had to read the letter. Right. Like, I was like, oh. 